You're listening to Trending with Timory here on Relevant Radio. Joining me today on Trending is Father Tim Grumbach, and he's here to talk to us about the return of the double picture with a social media contagion and sensation. And joining me to discuss it is Father Tim Grumbach from Bishop Alamany High School in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, also serving on many non-for-profits, forming youth. Father Tim, welcome back to Trending. It's so good to be back. It has been a long summer and I've seen a lot of amazing things. I'm just settling back in at school and I had to move from my normal space. So I'm actually in what we call the haunted hallway. And so if you hear me uh, scream because I see something, that's what's going on. But uh, I haven't seen any ghosts up here since I've gotten here to Alamany. So I think we'll be good. So <laughs> You're getting ready for Halloween already. Yeah, yeah, we start early here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm hearing about this trend, and maybe it was a little late to the game, but the Barbie, the Barbie movie with Ryan Gosling came out. And I don't get the whole Ryan Gosling obsession, but people are very excited about this film, along with the latest installment of Christopher Nolan films. Talk to me about the trend that's happening right now. Yeah, they're calling it Barbenheimer, I think. And so they're, they're saying, hey, you got to go see both of the movies at one time. Uh, to go see Barbie and Oppenheimer. And I have not actually seen the double feature. I just finally got a chance to go see Oppenheimer last night. And, uh, you know, the, the trend is so big. It's, it's memes all over the place. So I'm starting to think maybe I will go see Barbie if for no other reason than to say <laughs> that I, I met the Barbenheimer <laughs> double requisite. And, um, but I, are you I, supposed to see it on I, the same day? I think you missed that. I think that yeah. ship has already sailed, Father Tim. Then I'll have to spend the uh, the three hours to watch Oppenheimer again, which I would. It was a fantastic movie. It actually made me think and let my brain do a little bit of work, uh, which like Marvel movies and some Star Wars movies have not really been challenging my brain too much. I remember sitting there in the first like hour of this three-hour movie, Oppenheimer, thinking, all right, I'm trying to piece everything together because a classic Christopher Nolan style, it's uh, not exactly a linear storytelling. There's a lot of shifting from the past to the present. And he does this specific thing in this movie where he also shifts between subjective storytelling and objective storytelling. So sometimes you're not sure what exactly is truthfully happening. And that's one of the things that Christopher Nolan does best is keep you on your toes. But I learned a long time ago that sometimes if I overthink what's happening in a movie while I'm watching it, I won't enjoy it. But if I just let my brain do the work by the end of the movie, I will realize what has happened and how the story has been told. And that's really the best way to watch a Christopher Nolan movie is just to say, okay, I'll analyze it when the movie is over. And by my understanding, though I haven't seen the Barbie movie, um, you can kind of shut your brain off a little bit more when watching that movie. So I... I can't speak specifically about uh, about the experience of watching Barbie, but I've you know I've watched some commentaries. I've talked to some friends about it, and it sounds like they are two very different uh, cinematic experiences. Which, if you really wanted to work on it, you could find some comparisons and try to understand why in a a summer in which the the term flopbuster has been coined, that these two movies are breaking box office records. And maybe because there's not really a whole lot of uh, rivalry out there at the moment, but it's just a, a fascinating take on the summer blockbuster to see these two movies came out at the same time and people are comparing the two experiences <laughs> when in a regular summer time, in a regular time, uh, maybe before COVID and the impact that it had on movie theaters, that these two movies, would, you know, they would not be compared to one another. But because of the way that uh, the rest of the movies are that are coming out right now and how well these are doing the box office. People have said, Barbenheimer, let's go watch both movies at once. 
<laughs> it is interesting, and I'm not recommending either of the movies. I know Oppenheimer is actually rated R and is known mm. to have a couple pretty inappropriate scenes in it, so just that caveat. But what is interesting to me is that movie going has kind of been different over the last couple of years. Ever since COVID, I don't know that it's fully picked back up the way it used to uh, see the normal rates of people going to the movies. It was interesting is there's been a lot of commentary about how it's making going to the movies an event again with all of the online streaming platforms or releases via streaming. It did something that kind of hasn't happened in a while, getting people out to see the movies, to the movies, seeing one after another, or a lot of kind of funny stories online of people going and taking their naps in between wardrobe changes, going to the first film at like 6 a.m. in the morning so that they can reach both films throughout the entire day because they're long movies. And it made me think, Father Tim, about part of the aspect of how we are communal as human beings. And on the positive side of it, again, not necessarily the movies per se recommending them, but the aspect of people wanting to have that in-person shared experience and something that they don't necessarily want to miss out on. They want to be able to talk about the different films. Even if it's not a movie they're totally interested in, they want to kind of be up with it and have that experience. And I think that's neat to see happening in person at a time when we seem rather disconnected at times. Yeah, that's right. And uh, going to see a movie, I've always found it so strange when like the credits begin to roll and people start clapping. I'm like, who are you clapping for? The people who made this movie cannot hear you clapping for them. But I think that speaks as well into that desire for the communal experience of going back to the movie theaters. And, you know, I don't know how much longer we can keep, you know, looking at the effects of COVID on certain different social experiences. I can say, you know, like I'm, I've still got students who were here at school or rather on screens uh, who haven't graduated from here yet. And so I'm still seeing some of the effects that, that those kinds of lockdowns and distance learning had on our students in person now. But we can still say that, you know, we're still coming out of uh, that, uh, how harsh that was on the movie theater experience. And you know, I was in a full theater last night and you can still kind of begin to feel like people are excited to come back to movies. But then, you know, a whole nother conversation to be had as the the uh, the writers and the actors are striking right now in Hollywood. And so we don't know how soon we'll get all the movies that we've been waiting a long time for. So I think it's also people are anticipating not being able to go to see new movies for a while, at least the the bigger releases that they want to see. So there's, there's a, a lot of dynamic going into the, the movie-going experience now. And I, I love watching videos from around the world where people are like standing up and cheering at their favorite parts of the biggest Marvel movies. And I'm like, I much prefer a quieter theater experience, but to see that people, that this is a communal experience for them and that Barbenheimer can contribute something to that reminder that, look, we're, we're not just hiding in our rooms watching our Netflix by ourselves that this movie going experience is a, a social experience that is giving us a glimpse and a reminder that we are social beings. And it's important. I think that that social dimension is important to remember. It's a good reason to get out and see a movie, perhaps making sure you know what you're checking for the movies are great. And by the way, a great common sense media filter is Common Sense Media. We'll post a link to it where you can check out you know ahead of time if you want to go and see a film. I know for me, it's hard sometimes seeing films. Uh, you never know what's going to be in them, and so it's a great place to go and check, vet the film, see if it's something that is okay to watch before you find yourself in a situation. So that's a great place to vet films as well. And I am still laughing at the whole Barbie movie sensation. It's bringing up a lot of topics about her as a 
her as she's a real person. Uh, but Barbie, like the symbol, the doll of Barbie as a feminist icon. So if you think Barbie had an influence on you or someone you know, just the toy itself and how women think about themselves and perceive themselves, I'd love to hear from you. You can write me relevantradio.com forward slash trending. Send me an email or reach out on social media. I'll be talking about that here on Trending. 